Welcome to the Victorian Parent Council VPC Parent Podcast Series. VPC is a registered charity organisation dedicated to everyone who support parents in educating their children. I'm Jackie Vanderveld, your host today. Today I'm going to be speaking with Dr. Kate Jacobs. Kate is an educational and developmental psychologist. In 2013, she was awarded the Molly Holman Doctoral Medal for the Best PhD Thesis for the Year in the Education Faculty at Monash University. In addition to working as a university lecturer and researcher, Kate is the founder, director and principal psychologist at Raise the Bar Psychology, based in Moorabbin. Raise the Bar Psychology provides comprehensive psychoeducational assessments for students who may be experiencing learning difficulties, with the goal being to provide individualised and targeted support to enable the student to reach their academic potential. Kate has travelled extensively around Australia, presenting professional development workshops to parents, teachers, psychologists and other allied health professionals in identifying and supporting students with learning difficulties. And it's our great pleasure to welcome Kate today. Welcome back, Kate. Thank you. Kate, last time we spoke about um, individual learning uh, programs and individual learning plans, and uh, we, um, we covered quite a lot of ground in that one. But what is a really succinct way for, um, for parents to think about how they can approach this? Is there a framework that you would recommend? Yeah, so certainly. So a nice framework that I like to use for thinking about what are the different ways that um, a student can be supported? What are the different ways that um, the curriculum can be modified or the strategies that they can be provided with so they can achieve to their potential? The framework I use is called MARC, so M-A-R-C, and that stands for Modification, Accommodation, Remediation and Compensation. So these are kind of four main strategies um, that can be used to adjust the, the curriculum um, for an individual student. Um, and so, and this, this, this can be applied to um, a range of different students with, with various needs. So um, to give you an example, so modification. So modification is when we change the difficulty level of the work. So we might, um, so for example, a student with an um, intellectual impairment, they might be given, um, you know, they might be working on curriculum at a lower year level. So mathematics at, you know, one or two years below their current year level. Um, and that's important because then this student is able to make progress and they're able to see that they're making progress and experience success. Um, but modifications can also be used for students who, um, you know, can, can be um, identified as gifted. Um, and so the current their current year level curriculum is not going to be engaging for them. So they need curriculum at a higher year level or um, they um, require projects that um, extend their their thinking um, and and require, um, you know, increase the the learning objectives beyond what their classmates might be having. So that's modifications where we actually change the difficulty level of the work. Um, A stands for accommodations. So this is where we don't actually change the difficulty level. We don't change the learning outcomes, um, but we change the way either the information is presented to the student or the student demonstrates their knowledge. Um, And so when we talk about students with a specific learning disability, so an SLD such as dyslexia, commonly what we don't want to do is modify. We don't want to reduce the difficulty level of the work. We don't want to lower our learning expectations, but we certainly want to accommodate for their particular needs. So for example, students with dyslexia um, find 
reading very difficult. Um, so instead of having them, say, a year seven student um, and they've all been prescribed a chapter from their textbook to, to, to read in order to learn about Egypt, for a student with dyslexia to learn about Egypt, it's going to be very hard for them to do that by reading because reading is such a slow and mechanical process for them that they that they find it very difficult to actually comprehend what they're reading. So that that student would use um, text to speech text technology or assistive technology where they get to listen to the book in audio form. So once they listen to it, they have no difficulty of understanding the curriculum at their year level. They can understand the topic of Egypt as well as all their classmates, um, but they just need to do that by listening rather than reading. Um, and so we, that's how we, an accommodation is we're changing the way that information is given to the student um, or the other side is to change the way they demonstrate their knowledge. So, for example, to use the example of a student um, with um, um, handwriting difficulties, motor-based handwriting difficulties, that makes it very hard for them to demonstrate the full extent of their knowledge in an exam if they're handwriting, they're allowed to use a laptop. Um, so, so that's accommodation. So they're still marked against the same criteria as everyone else. Um, we're not, um, you know, like I said, we're not reducing our re learning expectations, but we're just changing the way they demonstrate their knowledge. Another example is, is to allow a student to do an oral presentation rather than write an essay. Um, for students with maths difficulties, with dyscalculia, um, often allowing them to use a calculator or giving them additional time in maths exams um, can be very, very important. That's a, a common type of accommodation. Um, now, to go to the R, remediation is where we actually um, target an area of difficulty and try to and increase it through, through a targeted program. So this is where we're targeting um, like basic reading skills, spelling skills, math calculation skills, written expression. Um, so we are actually trying to strengthen that area of difficulty. Um, I will have, make a little side note here that there are programs out there um, that say that they will remediate areas of cognitive weakness, such as working memory, um, but the, the research actually doesn't support that at this stage. Um, so when I talk about remediation, I'm often talking about targeting based the academic skills um, and not targeting areas of, of cognitive weakness, such as working memory. Rather, for, for when a student has a weakness in working memory, um, it's more about the compensatory strategies, okay? So, which is the C in Mark. So, compensatory strategies are where we try to bypass the area of challenge. So, for example, a student with working memory difficulties, so they, they find it difficult to retain um, in their immediate awareness um, small amounts of information. So the teacher might give instructions such as, go to your desk, get out um, a pen and piece of paper and write three paragraphs about what you did on the weekend. For a student with working memory difficulties, by the time they get to their desk, they've often forgotten what, what they were supposed to do next. So a nice compensatory strategy for them would be to write those instructions on the board just rather than say them verbally. Or, um, or that student over time would develop the habit of taking notes or taking pictures of the board or asking the teacher for, for those instructions to be written down for them. Um, other types of compensatory strategies, um, students might um, 
find um, have difficulties with organisation, um, you know, um, making sure they have all the right materials to take to class. Um, so in high school, you know, they might show up to maths without their calculator or their ruler or um, things like that. So, so some organisational compensatory strategies can be put in place, such as colour coding the different books and, and materials they require for different subjects and colour coding their timetable as well um, in order to help compensate for that area of difficulty. Thank you to our guest speaker. We hope you enjoyed today's topic. Want to know more about this podcast and other VPC podcasts? Please visit the VPC website, vicparentscouncil.vic.edu.au and leave a review. We would also welcome you to contact us if you would like to be our guest or if you have a topic around parenting and education. Thank you to Melbourne singer Emma Sidney for her permission to use her soundtrack, Cherish. Until next time, thank you for listening.